Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X Review Show. Before we get too far into it, Race Tech, off-road suspension. That's right. They don't just specialize in supercross and motocross. Cody Webb, Cooper Abbott, Factory Sherco team switched to Race Tech as their suspension of choice. Whether it's Enduro Cross, Hard Enduro, some other radical challenge in uh, off-road life, the Race Tech guys will uh, be there to help you get over the obstacles and get to the finish line. They're also, when it comes to Supercross, the official engine services choice for Team Solitaire, Moto, AJE, Gas Gas, and many of the top privateers out there. And uh, what you may not know is Race Tech is also the choice of a factory and OEM teams around the motorsports industry that they just can't talk about. Yeah, they do that. They sign NDAs and they do the motor work for a lot of teams out there. So tell them you uh, listen to Pulp, save with Race, save with the code at Racetech, Racetech.com. All right, on to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the Nashville Supercross Review. Thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Thank you to the folks at uh, Fly Racing for coming on board. Big things coming for the guys that fly down the road. Um, stay tuned for that. They're they're very excited to start to uh, let you people know what's happening. And I think it's maybe like a month or so. But besides that, they have the Evo line. They have the kinetic mesh. Uh, they've got the patrol stuff. Uh, the head to toe, they'll have you covered. And the formula helmet is amazing. They've got different shells, so different price points. Great graphics on all of them. Uh, they have the um, uh, safety features that are second to none on there. Rion technology, really vented, really lightweight. Uh, it's great, man. Super quiet, too. First time I put on a formula, I literally stopped and had to look down at my exhaust about half a lap in because I was so used to it being so, so, so much louder. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Get it at motorsport.com or your local dealer. We'll tell you more about motorsport.com and uh, Cobalinks later on in the show. But thank you to the folks at Maxxis Tires, MXSTs, used by uh, Jeremy McGrath and A-Ray and other uh, privateers out there. they got a new front tire coming out as well. Um, I'll let you know when we get that. We'll get it over to Kiefer to get tested. Thank you to the folks at Maxxis Tires, mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, all of it. UTVs, too. They do a great job with UTVs. So if you have one and you're in the market for some tires, it's Maxis, people. Thank you to those guys. And, of course, Renthal, Renthal.com. The hard anodized, the limited edition was a big hit. You can still get it at some places. Check Motorsport and uh, your local dealer for that. And uh, whether it's sprockets, chains, bars, whatever it is, Renthal.com uh, has it for you. Chances are you've used something from Renthal over the years, right? And, uh, yeah, the Fat Bar 36, the Fat Bar. See Shimoda? It's got the Fat Bar on. Yeah, big change for Pro Circuit, guys. That's the first time ever that they'd done that. Uh, twin wall bar, 7 eighths bar, the old favorite. They still make that. Cloth bar pads, they brought that back as well. Thank you to the folks at Renthal. More championships and all the other brands combined. All right, on to the show. All right, now to talk about uh, Nashville, a.k.a. Smashville, and uh, the supercross that was. Lots of things happened uh, there to get into it, including uh, a probably uh, well, one championship was decided and probably two are decided. Uh, first up from Racer X, Racer X Online. He is also the live announcer from Nashville Supercross. Jason Wagan, what's up, man? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Guts filling for Lurch again. Uh, this was a day race, I think, that actually had some heat. Not literally, but at, uh, a lot of times these day races I don't think had much atmosphere. But uh, maybe it was me. Maybe that was why. I feel like this one was pretty lively. Okay. Remind me at the yep. end of the show, I have an unnamed industry guy who had some thoughts on your live announcing. So. Uh, okay. I'm we'll sure there are positives. I'm we'll sure save it for the end, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, sure there are positives. Yeah. Also on the line from Fly Racing and flyracing.com, get it your local dealer. Uh, whatever you do, make sure you do it in Fly Racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. And I will add to the uh, Jason Wagon live announcing, at any point, any time I paid attention to the noise that was going on inside the stadium, I heard Weege's voice for like a 12-hour span. It was incredible. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. He he. It was you're, you're taking a lot away from Dan Hubbard. I'm I'm very disappointed to hear that. I understand, but I just I just remember every time I'd like, okay, what's going on? Oh, there's Weech. Like multiple times, <laughs> 10, 15, 20 times. You you picked a shirtless kid out of the crowd. Hey man, we're in Tennessee. We do Tennessee well, things. And I also I also want to tell that guy that was flexing in front of you to pound sand. Like go away. Please don't come to the races anymore because that was – it honestly pissed me off. The guy, that guy. You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about, Weed, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was getting good. Yeah. He was very happy I was, that I was up there. And I thought he might I, wave yeah. or give a thumbs up, but no, he took control. Totally. Yes, yeah. If you want to if you want to like, hey, give peace sign and then get out of the way, cool. But like you're talking to a child. This is a part of the show. And you're flexing for like, I don't know, 15 seconds. In yeah. front of the, like, get out of the way, dude. Yeah. Like, then I made just, him sit down and then yeah. he got back up. Just get out of the way, man. Like, I, I, I'm sure you're a nice guy or whatever, but it wasn't, it wasn't cool. He was getting booed. Yeah. The, the public, yeah, the, court, booed. The, court, the court of public opinion weighed in on that guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, appropriately so. And did you, uh, did you scout this kid out beforehand? Cause he seemed to know what he was doing. Uh, yes, I did. And, um, I said, do you know how to do a whip? And as we know, we had been 0 for 3. Mm-hmm. And he did know what a whip was. So I'm like, I got my guy. And I'm like, hey, what does a dirt bike look like going through whoops? And he made it do a backflip. And I was like, <laughs> like nah, we'll work with that. We can work with that. You're like, yeah, no, not not Alex Ray, like a normal racer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he was incredibly nervous, you could tell. Yeah. But he did, he did throw a big whip. Yes. So I feel like um, I ended up 250 was my average for the season. Uh, one for four on kids knowing how to do whips hey, with a toy. Batting two fifty will get you a lot of money. It's true. It's true. Um, yep. Why didn't he have a shirt on though? It was hot. Yeah, it's Tennessee, man. Okay, this is the way we do it. All I right. think he had a pseudo mullet. Like I don't even know if it was an on purpose yeah. mullet or yeah. just didn't get a haircut. Uh, but okay. I, look, I'm representing the salt of the earth, the real people. Okay. Sure, sure, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were back in Nashville. Uh, for the second time ever, and uh, it was a day race. It was balls early. Uh, Weed, you had to be on your game at 7 a.m. when the when the practice started. Uh, yeah, but- I saw a tweet from a gentleman saying 7 a.m. is a little early to hear Weed. A friend of mine tweeted this. Was it me? Was your name Alyssa? Uh, no, it was you, Steve. I uh, did that. Yeah. Oh. You know, you're, you don't. The day was so long, and it was so early. You don't. Remember. Yeah, I don't remember that tweet. I do not remember that. That that, that okay. sounds like something I would say. Uh, um. <laughs> But uh, look, once the once the everyone kind of woke up and and you know rolled out of their beds, the vibe was good. A big crowd, packed crowd, into it. Uh, it was cool to be back in Nashville. Um, Saturday night was fun as well. Um, yeah, really, really fun race. I mean, we'll talk about the the, the track and how many guys it hurt. But it, besides that fact, uh, yeah, it was good to be back in Nashville. Crowd liked it. It's a great yep. event. I hope it comes I'm, back. Yeah, I'm very surprised that it's. I know I kind of know why, um, but I'm surprised we haven't been back sooner. I, I think it's just stadium availability. Like everybody and their brother wants to be in Nashville and have concerts, and yeah. why wouldn't they? Uh, but yeah, that that is a successful venue. Period. End of story. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was good. Fans seemed to be into it and all of that. So, um, all right. Well, uh, the track was gnarly. It took down a lot of dudes. It was. Uh, uh, squishy in the transitions. Uh, one guy told me it was hard packed when it should be soft, and it was soft when it should be hard packed. Uh, Barsha broke his collarbone, um, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of crashes out there. Uh, Anderson went down twice in the big ones, and of course, 
Coop Webb uh, in the heat race uh, made an aggressive move on Tomac. Uh, Tomac rode him high. He fell down, and AC hit him, and whew, that was bad. Um, yeah, he, he he was out for a little bit, and then he got up to his feet, and he announced today. You know, he's on. He spent the night in the hospital overnight in Nashville. He went home today, and he announced on social media that uh, yeah, he's done. And uh, that's unfortunate, Weege. Uh, really, really crappy way to end it for Coop. Great season, great comeback season. Um, but, yeah, really crappy way to see him just getting hit by Adam and, and laying there. It's bad in so many ways, right? I mean, first of all, you know, you, you first you're like, oh, man, that's you're thinking just points, right? And then you're realizing he's not getting up. Mm-hmm. And we know Cooper Webb is super tough. Like he got he messed up a jump last year, got landed on by Sexton, and what he missed one, right? Like, you, you know, Webb doesn't not get up very often. So then it goes from like bummer to like, wait, this is a lot bigger than that and more serious than that. And we weren't really getting reports. I watched closely when they were taking him off the track and they're holding his neck. Uh, you know, obviously it was just super serious. He'd be strapped down in a backboard, but still when they're supporting his neck and not taking his helmet off, that's not a good sign. I saw his face. He looked to be in unbelievable pain. Uh, so I think quickly it shifted from, well, that sucks for this championship race to, I hope this doesn't suck super, super bad, like permanently or something for Cooper. So it turns out it's just a concussion, right? And I know just a concussion is a motocross term 101, but uh, it was scary, like legit scary, I think, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, JT was a hard hit. Yeah, I was uh, – I mean, obviously everybody that saw it was like, oh, that's not good. Um, I wasn't – maybe I should have been. I wasn't super concerned like long term. I was more thinking, well, this championship's now over. Um, so may, maybe I should have been more concerned like – with his big picture health over the long, the course of his life. But I, I wasn't in the moment just being transparent. I was more like, Oh no, there's a championship. It's done. So um, thankfully he's relatively okay. I, I think he's going to be fine. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, a, a lot of the, you know, the air came out of the series right there. You know, thankfully he's all right. We can talk about this series in a different tone than, you know, if it had been much worse. Uh, but yeah, to me, it's just like, well, the championship just became a lot less eventful. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was interesting because so he AP showed up, couldn't ride, and Barsha broke his collarbone, and Husqvarna had has no four fifties, and Webb was out, and someone pointed out to me there are no Austrian four fifties out on the track right now, and I'm like, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. That's that's a it's a good point, right? I mean, I, yeah. AP should be back in Denver. He he almost was raced this weekend, but uh, yeah, AP would be the only guy. You know, um, tough, tough deal for the Austrians. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing how quickly, I mean, seven days before this race, Webb is five points behind and has actually, you know, it was only a one point game, but he did beat Tomac in Atlanta. Right. And I think we are already surmising it wasn't quite the incredible close to a championship we were expecting at a Webb, but it's unbelievable how quickly, I mean, Going to New Jersey is five points down, and then I'm announcing during the main when Tomac's leading, I'm saying, we now have a chance of Tomac wrapping up the title in Denver. It's unbelievable. Yeah, life comes at you fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can see Sexton. So Sexton, you know, five seconds back at Tomac, caught him in the main, and Tomac wanted nothing to do with any sort of battle. Uh, nope. Full Full props to Sexton for catching him because he did do that. Uh, but, yeah, to- and I got a feeling – we might see that in the next last two rounds too. We saw it with Jason Anderson last year. Um, Eli wasn't 100, percent and you know the one no part of that. And I think we'll see that at Denver and Salt Lake City, where Tomac's like, "Yeah, go ahead, Chase. Cool, man. 
Well, and look at look at the situation around it, right? Like, Barsha's out. You know, Roxon's been riding pretty well. Give him credit. AP, maybe he races. I think he will, but that doesn't mean he can do anything with Tomac. Uh, yeah. Jason Anderson's looked awful, absolutely awful. You know, to the level that we expect him to be. So, like, if you're Tomac, you're looking around, going, "Yeah, I don't have to do anything here." Like, three weeks ago. It was deep, right? Like, you could be in a battle in sixth and be like, oh, crap, and Webb could be winning and lose a ton of points, or Sexton could be winning, etc. It's just kind of come apart. Like, I don't know what changed, but the series has completely come apart over the last two weeks. Yeah, hallelujah to the privateers right now. We got Colt Nichols getting fourth. Dino was sixth forever. Um, well, Colt Nichols is not a privateer. No, no, no I'm just, just saying. Let's start there. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm saying – Colt Nichols got fourth. Dino was up there. All the privateers are, are getting these career best finishes right now. Yep. Uh, Justin Hill's crushing it, and we got two and more weeks what, of this. Yeah. This is what you expect late in the series, right? This was like my prime time. I waited and waited and waited every year for this to come in because there's a ton of money to be made from contingency and bonuses and all these things as a privateer. Like if I moved up five spots, I made a lot more money, right? So I would be like just salivating when this time of the year, but it's all, it's like a light switch. Like it wasn't like this slow progression and we get here, which is what it normally is. It was just like everybody's healthy. And then nope, everybody's hurt. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it's, it's wild. Yeah. It's definitely taking the air out of a series a little bit. I know uh, some of us up in yep. the press box, were already talking about outdoors, you know, and things like that. And, and uh, Barsha will be, you know, he'll be back for outdoors, but maybe not be a hundred percent. And Coop, we don't you know. know. What the injury is? is it a collarbone? Collarbone. Yep. Collarbone. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's really this is this is rough on Feld, you know, Peacock, um, the those entities because they want this build up, right? It helps their ratings and people tune in and buy tickets with all the suspense and now with just one fell swoop, it's like uh like you could literally hear like the groan of the suspense going away from the series, yeah. which it, it's a bummer. It's a bummer for everybody, but we don't have this vested interest in that like they do. Uh, yeah, and the privateers are rubbing their hands together like RV, oh, waiting for the top 100%. 20 money. Uh, yep. Harling got hurt, uh, so Starling's already counting. Ca- Starling's already jump, counting on jumping over his corpse into that top 20. Justin Cooper's dropping back rapidly. Uh, yeah, there, there's a there's a big old rush on to get you know the top 20 money, which is gonna you know be there for a few guys and all of that. So yeah, there's there's yeah, it's not. I mean, you just look at the results. Like Carnell, career best. Yeah. Tristan Lane, career best. You know, it's just across the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brutal track, though. Like even you know, even Starling's like, man, I just, I just wanted to get out of there alive. Dino is like, yeah, I just once I saw Dean said once he saw Barsha down, kind of freaked him out a little bit, and just wanted to bring it home safely. Um, dudes crashing, Anderson, Barsha, Harlan, Benny. Uh, yeah, there's so many crashes. Yeah. It was just nuts. Uh, and some of it, JT, just seemed like it was due to the wet dirt uh, hardening up a little bit, and then some places that didn't even harden up and stayed soft and grabbed your front yep. end and, and ripped your ripped your tire different ways. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it was it was really tacky, but the base was like rock hard, right? So yeah. it, was, it was really inconsistent, really hard to predict. And and I've you know I raced I don't know two hundred and something main events, right? So like I know what these you know like I, I've kind of come across every scenario over that time and these tr- these races like this weekend okay if you're in a championship fight and whatever you got to go for it i get it but otherwise you just are trying to stay consistent and put a lapse in because if you push the envelope and get a little bit out over your skis 
you will pay a big price. Yeah. Like that is just what this track would do to you. And we saw it. We saw crashes. We saw, you know, like that not only was the dirt super tricky, but like that dragon's back was super gnarly. Like the last one was really kicky and that's what got Barsha. Like, and if you took anything for granted and just got just one step over the line, mm-hmm. this track would penalize you really harshly. So we just, that's it. Sexton has it figured out now. Like he, <laughs> he got taken down I, by Barsha in, in the mud, right? Okay. So we don't really have a judgment on that, but he won the last two before he won the two in between pretty easily. Um, yeah. So he's just, yeah, he's got to figure it figured out. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know because, um, I don't, I don't say that uh, Tomac's been in full management mode. Um, I know you guys somewhat disagree with me. I feel like we got to the point where Webb and Tomac were racing each other. And, um, if they were tied in points with Sexton and they had to get in there and rattle his cage or try to put pressure on or do something. Um, they're just not in that position. Like this event's a perfect example. Was Sexton the best guy? Yes. Did he catch Eli? Yes. But at the same time, we know that Eli was not desperate to beat him either. So I don't know if I can fully say that But just based on this. But I can say we all thought eventually we'd get here inevitably anyway, so maybe that is what happened. But what I'm well, but if you go back to prior Sexton mistakes, he wasn't getting pressured when he would make the mistakes. He was by himself and still making the mistakes. So, you know, what's the difference between I agree with you. Coop and Coop and Tomac are like, hey man, you know we're out of this thing. Like we're, we're racing ourselves. So I agree with you on that premise. But yeah. on the other hand, like when Sexton's made these mistakes that we've seen over and over, he's been by himself with a lead. You know, yeah. So yep. I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at a little bit on that. But you're right. Like, dude, Tomac. You know, I mean, you can't tell me that was the best Eli Tomac out there. No. Like, so but I think you know. So just to add to that, I think two things are going on. One, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Sexton's made mistakes on his own. But I think both of them knew exactly what was happening. Tomac's like, I don't need to beat you, so go ahead. I, I don't care. Like he went from five seconds behind him to fifteen seconds in front of him. Like he he clearly did not care at all what Sexton was doing, and Sexton also knew that, right? So Sexton's not going to take a bunch of chances. He's not going to be pushing the front end, and like at Oakland, he was he's pushing because those guys are still. It was early in the series. They're going to try to you know if Eli can catch him, he's going to try to catch him. To me. Both of them understood the situation perfectly, and it was like, okay, Chase is going to ride off into the sunset and really doesn't have to push the issue at all. Mm-hmm. And Eli's totally fine with that because no one behind him was capable of doing anything about it either. So I wasn't worried about sex and crashing at all, which normally, if this was a month ago, I would have been. But in that dynamic with those two kind of assessing where they're at, reading the, you know, they're kind of reading the tea leaves of where it, this is all plays out. Like Sexton wasn't worried about Eli catching him anymore. Like that was decided. As soon as Chase went by him, Eli basically moved out of the way and they knew it in that moment who was going to win that race. Yeah. Yeah. Even with the big lead in Oakland, just pick one, for example, don't you feel like there's still a little bit more, I don't know, like tension that Sexton yes. is riding with? Yeah. yeah. Like Webb, Webb wanted to get up there badly at Oakland, right? But those guys weren't laying down like last night. In Denver, Eli was laying down, like, 100%. I, that's my opinion, right? Eli may say, no, I was trying. I don't think so. I think he relented, like, go ahead. No, he admitted behind it. Him. He said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah. why wouldn't you, right? That's the smart yeah. thing to do. So Chase also knows that, right? When he just – when Eli lets him go by and then there's no fight at all, Sexton realizes that too. So he's not going to he's not gonna take any unnecessary chances either. He just happened to be going faster. Well, he's uh, 18 up, so two races to go. 
Yeah, which I would helps. feel. I like his odds to. I like his odds to stay on the podium the, la- the next two races. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the only thing I was going to say is, I if this was a month ago or two months ago, I would be much more nervous than I am now. Like the the situation has completely changed for how eighteen points looks with the the way the rest of the field is now. Yeah, because right, it, it, Tomac almost can't. He has to get hurt basically. Like he can't not podium at this point yeah. with this field. It, it it's almost be, impossible. It'd be tough. It'd be tough for him yeah. to not podium. Um, yeah. I mean, you go back to I know he's Eli Tomac and he podiums most of the time. But again, just recently is Atlanta. He and Webb didn't even podium. But <laughs> we've we've lost a lot of those guys. Yeah. So uh, I was just going to say that again. At one point, it was a twenty-four point lead, and I was like, well, to your point, JT, on the you know, for Peacock and people needing to go or watch these races, I was like, dude, Eli now can easily clinch in Denver. So the six-point swing of Sexton beating him, catching him, at least it makes it more realistic of going down to Salt Lake. Does it really matter? Probably not, but no one's usually pumped when the title gets wrapped up. A race no, I, I think I think the results this week, coming weekend will be exactly what you saw this past weekend. Yeah, It'll mirror it. Um, yep. Now, whether with, Eli gets uh, a whole shot or with, whatever, with Roxon getting third, there. with Roxon getting third, I believe too. So I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yep. think that I think you'll see exactly what you just saw. Yeah. Um, the yep. only the only caveat I would throw in there is maybe Anderson pulls it together and we'll get to him. Um, he, he's looked awful, but otherwise, like these guys settle in, and we we see that right. Like guys settle in, they know where they're at, and Sexton's going to be fine to go win these things, and Tomac's going to be absolutely fine to go let him win these things too. Uh, all right, and then uh, Roxon gets his third uh, podium in a row, and with Barsha yep. going down, the battle yeah. for the battle for uh, for fourth is over with Roxon. Oh, by the way, uh, let me ask you guys this: um, It's the last time we see uh, Cooper Webb on a KTM. I don't think so. Okay, we each. I personally don't. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not like you know. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I know something I don't, yeah. I, but I, I don't think, I, I think we see him race more, whether it's outdoors or SMX or something. We'll see. What do you think, Weech? Yeah, I haven't heard that from any authority. I do, I do feel like that rumor is spreading, but I don't know if that's just drama mm-hmm. um, and not actual, you know, contractual reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, a month or two ago, Cooper was saying he's racing outdoors and SMX, right? Now, we know what's changed there, and what's changed is we think he's going to be racing for another team next year. But tons of guys switch teams. Yeah. On October first. Yep. So this thing, I, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are things going on behind the scenes. I just haven't heard that. I feel like anytime I hear someone mention that, that's just a theory, not right. based in reality. Right. Okay. That's a yeah. long time to do nothing. It's a long time. Well, now he's got he, a he he's got an injury now to, to settle. That'll take well, a little time yeah, to settle. I know, but it's like because he can't go riding. Like if like last summer he spent all this time riding. He was riding at motocross tracks. He was posting all this. You know he was out all over the place. To say we're gonna never see him on a KTM again, that's a long time to not show up on a KTM somewhere because he can't do anything theoretically until October first anyway. So I just don't think that's gonna be reality. Um, I do think he's leaving. I think we've all heard that. I think it's pretty fair to assume at this point. But I think for him. <laughs> Really enjoy racing. I think we'll see him somewhere. I. What are, we, what are you hearing, Steve? Uh, yeah. I mean, are we going to see again? We've gone to this drill a million times. A guy signs with another team. Everybody doesn't do anything different until October first. Is this like different than that? Maybe I think. It is. I think there's a chance from what I hear, yeah. from rumblings I hear from people that would know 
Uh, there's a chance he gets on another brand for World Supercross. Okay, so September. No, no wait, July. Ju- July. June. June. July? Yeah, July, June, June, July. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would be. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a lot of moving parts, right? Like. Yeah. Yep. Stay KTM tuned. Group and Austria would have to sign off. They would have to negotiate on. Basically, would just stop paying you or a buyout. Like that, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not saying it's impossible. Right. I have no right. idea. There's a lot of moving parts. Well, he has a deal yeah. in his contract for, hey, if you don't want to race nationals, no problem. You, you obviously but that's get paid. different than yeah. switching teams, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But he, like, he's done, from what I understand, his, his, if he does not race nationals, he will not get any more money, and he's fine with that. It's a clause in his contract. So if he's not getting paid because he's not doing nationals, then it's a lot easier to break up, right? Because he's got no obligations yeah. to show up in any races. So Yeah. But it's all, yeah, and I agree with you. It's all a much different thing than to show up on your competitor's equipment in that same time frame. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see about that. Roxon, uh, rumors for Roxon, speaking of that too, not doing nationals now, now doing worlds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been on the record as saying he's doing motocross, but it's yeah, not yeah. what I'm so, hearing. So. Just to add a piece to that, mm-hmm. when. Uh, so fly racing was trying to sign Ken Roxon. Like I can, I can say that now. Yeah, we talked Didn't about happen, obviously, right? right? Yeah, we were we were negotiating trying to sign him. In that deal, he was racing outdoors. Yeah, like that was that was a hundred one hundred percent part of the deal. So yeah, that's an interesting. Oh, I yeah, not see that coming. Yeah, yeah, I think that you know, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if the promoters. I don't know if the promoters are kicking in more money. Maybe that you know that's a that's a very good possibility, right? So oh yeah so, yeah sure. for both guys yeah yeah. So I mean, he's I mean, the defending what they did he's last their year. defending champion, so I'm sure they yeah. want him. But I mean, like when Kenny's saying he's doing motocross, there's no outreaches of any money, right? And then so he's like, oh, "I'll do motocross. Screw it. They're not paying me any extra." And then the guys find some money, and then Kenny's like, "You know what? I think I'll do World Supercross." So, anyways, we'll see. But good job for Kenny, third, uh, and I think a third again in Denver, and probably a third again in Salt Lake City. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Colt Nichols fourth, like we said. Um, yeah, just kind of. Got a start, got dropped a little quickly, and then held it strong for fourth the rest of the way. Um, good job for Colt Nichols. That's awesome. And Justin Hill, fifth. Real cool story again. Still developing. So he's now eighth in points. And uh, I spoke with him. Uh, T- Ted Tedder, yeah. Last night. Okay. And uh, like I was like, man, you're on fire. He's like, yeah, it was good. Like, you know, he's very appreciative. Like, it was good. But he's like – my opportunity to really shine was in New Jersey if it didn't rain. Like, I, I felt okay today, but New Jersey was, felt yeah. like I was ready. I was ready to be at the front, right? And, like, I didn't feel that way today at all. The results would tell you otherwise. But last week was, like, yeah. my moment, and the rain kind of ruined that. So yeah, it, was, it was just interesting to hear that. I didn't expect him to say He was flying in practice last week. Of yeah, course. Just, just of course. On it. Just, I just, when I looked at him last night, I was like, oh, he yeah. looked he looked really good. Yep. But like, I don't know, it was like a totally different thing. Yeah. Going on in well, Colt Nichols fourth, Justin Hill fifth. Didn't have that on the bingo card, but good job to the, both those guys. Um, and Anderson Weege, Anderson. Yeah, man, this is um, confidence, momentum, whatever you want to t- call it. You know, this is essentially the same guy, the same team, the same everything as last year, and it's just not even close. And it's just weird how it starts to stack, like. First couple races here weren't great, but then he did get a podium, right? So you're like, okay, that's just the law of averages. You know, he's going to get right back up where he normally is. But, I mean, you just compare, say, he to uh, Webb last year, 
and this year it's crazy how that works and it's just like the snowball starts going the wrong direction and now anything that can go wrong goes wrong he crashed twice, twice. i think early crashing yep. practice and then in the heat yeah right? yeah i had to go to the lcq yeah yeah i had to go to the lcq at some point i'm sure he's down LC- in first turns and he doesn't get good starts anymore all that bad racing juju it- just starts going the wrong direction any chance he knew who joan cross was leading him in the lcq <laughs> for like he was being so out. careful going yeah. around the outside yeah so careful yeah yeah uh yeah it's not not great for jason anderson over there and no. uh, I, I heard he's been riding moto only for a while but that still doesn't really excuse what's been going on he's certainly talented enough to to do that um dino was not that happy after the race i talked to him i thought dino would be stoked but he said why he was saying you know why can't i get any of the breaks why can't i get a start he goes, I was pacing myself with Nichols, and I was doing exactly the same as Nichols. He wasn't gaining on me one second. If I had started there, I could have done that. And then um, Jason. Nichols has been starting up there a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, just Dean was not like, I thought he would be happier than what he was. You know what I mean? He's being honest, right, at this point. He's just like, oh, man. So You kind of have to, like, make those. You have to make your own breaks sometimes. Like, Dino rode well. Like that's, I think that was the best finish of the season for him. Yeah. But – yeah, it's like nobody handed that to Nichols either. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I thought he'd be a little more stoked than he was. Adam fell in the first turn, got up into seventh, past Anderson, got up into seventh, and then, uh, yeah, his arm kind of strength left his arm Yeah, a I was going to say what happened there. He yeah. went from seventh to battling with Anderson, and then he was ninth. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, his arm, I think. So. Dude, he's ripping. He was. He was ripping. He he also they were going for it. They was, were battling pretty good. He was also pretty shook after the race about the web thing, I, and I believe him that he was. Like I had talked to him. Yeah, it's scary. No I, one wants to hurt anybody. When I when I had the when I didn't have the recorder on, and he was telling me things, you know. So yeah, definitely. Well, I think everybody's fear is like you you severely hurt someone, right? Like that's yeah. Thankfully, he didn't. But yeah, I think that's in the back it, of everybody's mind is I I believe JT in your street bike racing series a few years ago, this exact thing happened, and a guy died. Yeah. Yeah, right. um, and, and his best friend Valentino Rossi was one of the one, people that hit him. Yeah, so imagine okay. hitting yeah. your best friend. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Marco Simoncelli. Yeah, and yeah, hit him, hit him in the head. Like the guy, he crashed, like lost the front and rolled right in front of him, similarly to Adam. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he passed away. Right. So uh, yeah, eighth for Adam, uh, ninth for Chiz. He's just chizzing now. He's got the fork setting. He said for my Yamaha race, he really wants to race it, the LCQ Challenge. And he said he's going to wait in the tunnel with a number one plate on his bike, and then when the gate drops, he's just going to blitz out the tunnel and onto the track. He should absolutely oh. not be in that race. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, just, it doesn't matter. You can, I said he could do that. Yeah, he's just I'm, not getting any money. Yeah, I'm not giving you any money. I said, like, you're <laughs> – <laughs> and maybe he didn't. I mean, I love, we all love Chiz, right? Like, right. that's not a part of this. No. He just doesn't. That's this is not the race for him. No, it is not the race for him. Uh, but ninth, yeah, yeah. Yep. Chiz finally chizzing, and uh, chizzing. it was interesting yep. to listen to your interview with him saying that um, he now feels that he's at least where he was on the Yamaha last year, if not better in some areas. Yeah, he said JT that if he re- if he took Chiz from last year and Chiz right now, he feels he's he's the same speed. I would say lately, yes. I would agree. Yeah, he means Last right now. Yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, he's just focused on himself a little bit more. I think Kenny is, is okay now. Kenny's in a good place. Uh, so, you know, he's not needed to develop stuff and test and all that. So. Right. Uh, and he's doing – he is doing World Supercross, and he's doing Nationals and SMX and 
It just sounds like Chiz is going to just Chiz all over the world this summer. I would be doing the same thing. If I was yep. racing, yep. I would be doing every race possible, yep. especially yep. the money that's available in World Supercross. Like I, I'm a very big Feld. I think this is the premier series in the world. I think that's really hard to argue against, but the financial rewards of going, I would probably be finding a way to do some of them too. Yeah, no, Chiz is just going to do all of it. So should be great. That's awesome. Um, all right. Yeah. Dustin pipes was up in the press box for a little bit. So we were talking to him about his plans and everything else. And, uh, Would so yeah. she's be on that team for all these different things. Like yes, just nationals is, yep, and yeah. Just arm army everywhere. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Uh, so Josh, he'll started right up there too. He got shuffled back pretty quickly. Josh was up there. Um, and I didn't see that. Okay. yeah, he was, yeah, he was fifth or something. Um, and, uh, yeah, he got shuffled back, but still a 10th. Oh, I did good. see. I did see. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, People are just like stuffing him everywhere. I'm like, come on, go. <laughs> you got to go. I'm sure he was probably saying the same thing. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Um, okay, and what else? Oh, Justin Starling had his best race of the year. This is probably going to be a, a theme here. A lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Starling had his best race of the year also. So, um, yep, he said he just rode it around like 70% and knew that guys would go down and was really kind of freaked out by the track. So just took it easy. Uh Kevin Moran's twelfth. All right. Yep. Same, same thing. Tristan Lane. No, such a good starter. It's unbelievable. It is. Good of a starter that guy is. So, so I think I one time I said, uh, "Weej, who did I want to just race in like a like five hours? Just I wanted them to race five hours and see who would come on top." Um, remember, I was like, "Just stop for gas, and otherwise, just keep going." Ah, I can't remember who I was saying. Yeah, it wasn't Moran's though. No, no, no. His probably. I don't know who it was, but uh, so my new idea. After I drive to Stu's house with my Yamaha, um, I'm going to uh, – I just want to – Joan Cross, Kevin Moran's start cross contest. Because <laughs> Joan was on the far yep. outside in a heat, and, dude, he yarded those dudes. And if he was anywhere near the middle of the box, he would have had another whole shot in the heat. Like, the guy's phenomenal. And then Moran's is phenomenal. So, You know who also whole shotted uh, from out there was Talon Hawkins. Yep, in the LCQ. a big whole yep. shot from out there. Yep, thank yeah. you, Fantasy Points. Um also, uh, maybe we can get the 800. Like, if we're going to do a start race, mm. then we can just grab the 800 because you know he can still lay it down. And you might not even need to invite him. I think he would just suddenly, kind of like Chiz, just rumbling down the tunnel. <laughs> just, how did the I mean, 800 even know about this? And how would, did he get here? And he would do it. Would Donnie Holshawn Hansen be there too? Okay. And Emig? Yep. Uh, so, Rance 12. Self-proclaimed best starter. What, Emig? Yeah, that's what he says. Emig, is a, he was a really good starter, man. Yes. He really he, he was. He's not. He was a good starter, but he he's not. He on. was. He's in. He's in this conversation, my opinion. He is in yeah. this conversation. To me, when we were doing the nationals and we were always talking about Alessi, he was always saying, you know, to your point, JT, he's in that conversation. He thinks yep. you could make an argument. Okay, I think I I would agree with that. I would 100 percent say Michael Alessi was better than Jeff Emig at starts. Michael Alessi was incredible. So was Jeff Emig, man. You look at his, you look at the amount of times Emig hole shot it and just was swerving all over the track, blocking people. Yeah, it, it was a really high percentage. Plus, I always felt like MC was such an unbelievable starter, and then eventually Emig got to the point where he was a better starter than McGrath, which was crazy because yeah. McGrath was a also a hole shot machine. Okay, Tristan Lane, thirteenth. Okay. Good job. Second straight main yeah. event of the year. He hadn't made a main all year, and now two in a row for Tristan Lane. I don't know if you guys know who Tristan Lane is. Uh, he yeah, is a very nice guy. Yes, he is yeah. an unbelievably nice guy. Uh, if you're from Florida, I promise you, I know who you are. Cartwright. Uh, let's discuss Cartwright's heat race racecraft. <laughs> I. We can't even use the word racecraft. 
I've, I've, it's more like witchcraft. Than you know, like, you know, when you have, witchcraft. you know, when you have like, uh, like in, like in Vietnam, like where they're, they just got some grizzled vet, like Nick Nolte in that uh, Tropic Thunder movie or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I've seen some shit. Like, I've seen it. And so I'd like to say, like, I've seen some shit in my 26 years of going to the races. I don't know if I've ever seen something that bad. I'm sure I have, but. That was really? un- it was unbelievable. He slows down. He's got it. He's got multiple bike lengths on him. He slows down, looks over twice, slows down so much that Max Miller just goes right around the outside of him. Like it's unbelievable. If he had a work of art. If Cartwright didn't make the main and he came through with a clutch ride in the LCQ and for my fantasy points and Cartwright's a good guy, he was on social media making fun of himself for this as he should. I mean, if you're Max Miller, you're just like, yeah, sweet, man. Thanks. This yeah. is awesome. Thank in, you. In the realm of how do you do everything possible to not qualify, <laughs> I picture this move is like at the Oscars and John Short's in the audience and he just jumps up and starts applauding. John Short is just applauding at this move of like how to not qualify. John Short's, move, John Short's move in Atlanta looks like McGrath, peak McGrath. Compared like, to this one, to someone like an expert at not qualifying, of yeah. like the proficiency and the just, yeah, you are a, you are an aficionado at something. Yeah, even John Short had to jump out of his chair mm-hmm. screaming "Bravo" at Cartwright's move here. I actually saw Cartwright um, late at night Saturday in downtown Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I was like, I have not watched this footage. I know somebody's tweeted it. I have not. Yeah, I'm busy hanging out. I've not analyzed the footage. There are a lot of people talking about this. So, so what happened? So he said at first he messed up and thought the last lap, he thought it was already over. Um, thought it was the last lap, wasn't. Got the white flag. He was like, oh. And then, yes, he said he really, really, really mistimed um, trying to block the inside. Oh, did he ever? Really, 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 really mistimed trying to <laughs> he, just he go said slow. He, I, I saw something where he said he thought that uh, Max Miller was closer, which – would be logical, <laughs> but oh dear God, I I don't know that you can screw it up any worse than that. Like I don't think you, you can. One, he's not close. To, like you don't even need to worry about him. Two, if you're gonna allow him to go outside, you're gonna pin him. Then pin him. Like yeah, you can't just, just just keep going. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, just you you you're looking at him and he just goes yeah. right by you. <laughs> Uh, so Car- uh, Cartwright got in, got 14th, but we now have an Emmy award-winning bonehead move of the year. Um, so Carnow had made three other mains and had gotten dead last on all of them and was telling me, like, bro, what's the last time, like, you do all the laps and you get dead last? There's always a factory guy who crashes out or something. Like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that, that's super weird for three straight mains. Like, you know, if you do all the laps and you get the checkers – Generally, you're not getting 20 seconds. But that shouldn't be a strategy. No, no, no. He was just complaining about his bad luck. Yeah. It wasn't a strategy. It was just bad luck. And this week, he got 15th, career best. So He was also telling me in the morning that the, the entrance to FanFest, at one point, the fence was right leading into his van where his van was parked. And he was loving it. And then they redirected the fence. And I'm like, yeah, Carnell, they're not going to start with you. From, from the pits, like no offense. Like they're going to lead you to the big giant fan fest, uh, 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 you know, entrance and all that. Like they're not, 
They're not funneling into so the fans see Logan Carr now right there, first off. Sorry, man. So I don't think you like that too much. But um, Marquier, 16th. Simonson. So Simonson, uh, he called the show on Monday, the Pulp Show, and said if I, I could give him any haircut I wanted to let him in the race because he needs a haircut badly. And so I agreed to those terms, and I also agreed that he has to leave it for a week until Salt Lake, until after Salt Lake. So I will be cutting Simonson's hair, um, and he will be in the LCQ. You'll actually do the cutting. Yeah, I'm going to do it. i got to figure out what I'm going to do. I've got a few suggestions from people. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, By the way, uh, if you want to see us this Friday, Denver, Oriental Theater, live podcast show. Maybe we'll cut his hair there. We already did it to one gentleman. Maybe Maybe we'll do it again. Um, yeah, yeah, we got a coming out. Here. It's only like two miles from the stadium, something like that. Oh, it is really close. Oh, okay, cool. Um, definitely come hang. It'll be yeah, fun. yeah. Kiefer, uh, Weege, JT, me, some special guests. Uh, come check us out. Um, Oriental Theater tickets for sale on RacerX and on PulpMX.com. Um, so Simonson's getting a haircut and he's getting in the race, and he also made another main event. Good job, uh, Max Miller. Might have cost him. An entrance into the LCQ challenge race with that with with that move, I've yet to add up the points, but he was right on the outside looking in, and then he would have passed some dudes like Bryson Gardner and some other guys that didn't race. And I think if he had just gotten that into the LCQ, he he would have gone in the race. And now I think he screwed himself. I don't think he's in the race. So, 18th in the main event cost him a spot. I think we'll have to add up the points. But well, now, I was wondering even Marquier, you said is your points leader. Yeah, yeah. So. I was like, I, you're making it sound like Mark. Yeah, has he got a gigantic points lead? Yeah. He's in oh, yeah, way. he's in. He's no, in. yeah. There's top 17 okay. get in. So he had no reason to worry about. No, no. No. Oh, no, I just made the main. No. No, Miller has a reason to worry, though. Yeah. I was uh, just wondering how many other guys' strategy of, oh, shoot, I really need to not be making mains. Didn't Seven Deuce Deuce, was he the one that oddly was just not? No, Nick Schmidt. Nick Schmidt was, was, was tanking oh, Schmidt, it all year. Yes, and yeah. then suddenly rallied late in the year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was amazing. Started making names when the money mm-hmm. was assured. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, so Cade, Cade's not really in top shape. He hasn't been riding much, practicing much. He's had that collapse long or whatever. So late in the races, it's really uh, getting to him. So he's feeling it late. So he's had a few dropbacks in these mains lately. But he's getting in, which is good. Uh, Makarash shock exploded everywhere. I don't know if you guys saw that. It did. Yeah, yeah. I saw him oh, pushing yeah. up and down. It's just like a pogo yeah, yeah. stick. Shock exploded. So, and then Barsha was in third and broke his collarbone. Uh, bad one there. And then Grant Harlan was doing some work on his 2022 Yamaha Hawaii zone and was a little worried about the bike because it didn't have a lot of coolant in it or maybe oil or something. So he happened, no to, he happened, to, yeah. some, happened to have some 23 Yamahas there, which are quite a bit of different bike, and uh, decided to race it this weekend for the first time ever. Just go out there and practice on the first time on a 2023. That is a bold move. Very bold, but he actually got better every time. He was he was a, a boner airing of the finish line and the other jumps at the first practice. I watched him, and he actually got better. He qualified like 16th on it, and he really liked it. And then he put his shoulder out in the main event, Hawaii zone. Yeah, I saw that crash. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't great. Yeah, so he was in the top 20. He's going to miss it too now. So bummer for Grant Harlan. So. Maybe the most hilarious thing about this is not only him. He said he only got the bikes because they were giving them to him so he could take them home to mm-hmm. get ready for outdoors on yep. them. Um, but the hilarious thing is the team, the only graphics the team had for 2023 were Bloss's graphics. 
right? Yeah. So he has Truck Central. Central yeah, Truck Central truck, graphics. Yes, he's running the Truck Central logo, which is Benny's dad's company for the weekend because they just literally only had those graphics for a 2023. And the side side panels are totally different, but he he just had to cut and paste them and make it work. Yeah. I would love to see Weech have to put these graphics on. Yeah, that would have been great. Oh, he had to – I didn't think about that. He had to shove 78 yeah, for a 22 on there. Yeah, yep. Oh, it's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Privateer life. Again, my keen eye did not pick up on that even while staring at the bike. Um. Yeah, his mom got me a shirt from his grandma in Hawaii of Harlan's first bike shop sponsor from Hawaii. I got their I got their T-shirt. I'll tweet it out. What really? Yeah, yeah. She's heard the Hawaii jokes and she likes them. And then we got the shirt from Grant's shop in Hawaii that sponsored him back in the day. I honestly didn't even know there were real Hawaiian like that level of Hawaiian roots. I didn't even know that. When last time I was in Maui, we drove by a moto track. It looked pretty good. It had red dirt. It looked like really red dirt. And uh, yeah, great. but I didn't know Harlan had that level. They own oh. a shop there. No, they don't. No, the shop sponsored. It was sponsored by one. Sponsored by the shop. Oh, okay. Just yeah. sponsored by. Yeah. Oh. So um, this is not good. Uh, if you're a racer, listen to this, and I invite you to dinner. Don't go. So uh, <laughs> I went to dinner with A Ray in Tampa, and he broke his thumb the next day. I went to dinner with Phil. In Oakland, he broke his uh, wrist the next day. And, uh, yeah, Friday night, dinner with Benny. Uh, Weed, you were there. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, then he breaks his collarbone. So, yeah, this is this is a warning to you racers out there. Don't go to dinner with me. Don't. God. Dinner was great, though. I don't get how you got the free steak dinner. I, I don't get it. that. The old-fashioned way. I earned it. Unbelievable. I did absolutely nothing whatsoever. Jeff Bloss lost a bet to you. The bet was over a steak dinner, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then somehow I just got invited anyway. It's great. Yeah. He said in And JT also was invited. So JT I was what's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I had a, I had prior dinner plans with I had friends in town. So okay. it had been like All right, that's months fair. of But planning. JT was also yeah. invited, everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't want to get into another one of those incidents from last week. So um oh. <laughs> and well, Jeff said, invite Weege. Like, and I'm like, Weege won't, Weege is not paying for that steak dinner. Like, there's just no way. And then he's like, I'll pay. And I'm like, okay, all right, well. And, and, and then I was in. And then you were in. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> and then you stepped in. Like, no problem. So, um, also, yeah. also, Weege is on a per diem for working. So he wouldn't have even had to pay himself. Just want to uh, the, P- the per diem does have a. Li- Actually, I haven't even looked into how to get expenses back yet. Um, I'm, I'm barely for getting the whole through season my weeks. You have a look, huh? For the whole season, you have a look. I have not submitted anything. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'm not joking. I still have two outstanding um, expenses from NBC dating back to Redbud and one other national. Last what are you year. doing? What's this wrong is, with you? It's horrible for accounting. Like you know, that's really bad. Like that's not. Hey, man. That's not I, good. I, Every Thursday night, when it's time to start packing for the airport, there's about 18 things I didn't get done. There's 187 that I did get done. I get it, but you were screwing up someone else's life, like in accounting somewhere. Like there are unaccounted for expenses. They're like, where in the, for the love of God, where is this $94 missing? Like these numbers don't add up. And it's Jason Wygant from Redbud 2022. Hey, I say it like this the, the projects that have hard deadlines, those are the ones that get done. 
So the two magazine stories I had to do this week before they went to the printer, they got done. Expenses didn't say they had to be done. But, but a lot of times they will just tell you, like, hey, if you don't submit this by X date, you're not getting paid. Like that, oh, no, that like, happened. Once there was a December 8th deadline, and you should have saw me on the night of December 7th. <laughs> it was a day that will live in infamy. Oh, yeah, that was an all-nighter to, to get it in. So, yes, I believe I have a limit. I think it's $35 a day. So, really, I did a lot better than $35. My, ste my steak was 140 bucks. Thank you, Jeff. Bloss. You did it. I, this, just your steak was 140 Yes. Yeah. yeah. What the hell did you get? a $270 steak on the menu. What'd you get? <laughs> I got a uh, uh, dry-aged Wagyu ribeye bone-in. Good grief. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but it was weird. Steve, you ordered something, and then the waiter came back and yeah. said, hey, wait, we're actually out of it. And I was totally suspicious that Jeff had tipped them off. Yeah. Yeah, what I wanted, they didn't have. Yeah. I had some sort of something else. And then yeah. and then, and then, I was going to get the cheaper one, and Jeff was like, just get it. Just get it. And I thought he was going to karate kick me in the face, so I just, I just caved in and got it. But now Benny broke his collarbone, and uh, yeah, don't go to dinner with me, everybody. Um, all right, 250s. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Thank you to the folks at Cobalt Links. Uh, lowering suspension link from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. If you're a shorter stature, wife or girlfriend rides, uh, get a Cobalt Links. Use the code PULPAMEX, and uh, you'll get free shipping and a discount from CobaLinks.com, K-O-U-B-A, links.com. And uh, great guys, built and designed, and all of that up there in uh, – Boise, Idaho. So thank you to those guys. Motorsport.com Motorsport as well. Go through the banner on Pulpomex to help us out. OEM and aftermarket parts. Great prices, great return policy, dedicated team of gearheads, all of that. If you don't shop at Motorsport.com online, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Uh, you got to check it out. Uh, really easy to shop and find your model and, and all of that. So thank you to those guys. Uh, and Renthal and Maxis, of course, as well. And uh, Onyx Maps, Weech. Yeah, we'll give you 20% off. Type in the code RACERX, all one word, all lowercase. That's RACERX, all one word, all lowercase. We'll give you 20% off. Give it a shot. Go to onxmaps.com or Onyx Off-Road in the App Store and see why it's a whole lot better if you're on trails or off-road for a mountain bike or dirt bike or whatever your hobby is than using just Google Maps on your phone. Also, want to shout out, we got new clothes over at racerxbrand.com. We're back. We got new stuff. Maybe I, I, got, a, I got a box this week, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, maybe we'll send some to you. You got some. I got oh, some. I and, some. And Oh, okay. And Kiefer wants some, too. Yeah, I got I, Kiefer actually appears in videos wearing stuff, so he really should have been the first uh, to, to be supplied. So that's on the list. Uh, yep. It looks really good, but I got to say, like, Steve, my, my wife is not happy when clothes show up. Cause Steve I, can wear it on podcasts. Yeah, I can put it on oh, my yeah. podcast, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have why is so your, why is Pookie not happy with because I have so many t-shirts, so many sweatshirts, t-shirts, short. I mean, it's just it's just everywhere. I actually got a little. You don't know this, but I got a little behind it. You guys always criticize me for not at, like I had a broken OGO nine eight hundred, and I was just dealing with it. And um, you sent the email for me to get a new one. And thanks to our folks over at OGO, they did send me one. Um, but I actually got a little behind-the-scenes tour of you asking a company for some stuff, um, of sending an email asking. I was like, "This is this is how it, this is how it goes down? Like people just email people for stuff?" Oh, like Crazy. when I when I put the email together with you, you mean with the with the Ojo guys? No, no, I uh, was talking to someone else at MotoGP. Oh, and they're like, "Yeah, we just sent Matt to some stuff," and I'm like, "How does that work?" Yeah, how how does someone send someone stuff? No, they just give it to you. I, I believe J Mr. Thomas here on the podcast. Has said many times that he would prefer you keep your gear 
sort of modern, and he would just send it to you. He's happy to send it to you. Like, and I have. I have seen no, it. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, but, I, but, but, no, but I've seen you. I, I've, I've heard you emailing someone requesting products. And yeah. we, please, for the love of yeah. God, do that. JT's just, yeah, JT says, please request products. Yeah. My kid still wears fly boots. I know we have a big controversy over the gear. Um, but the boots are very small now. But they're in good shape. So, but like, I would rather up, you ask me for something to keep it in working order and look great. Like, you wearing something that looks awful is a terrible representation. Like, everybody wants you to look good. Like, yeah, everyone well, else gets this for you. I have to say, the stealth stuff uh, that debuted this year, I think it was Tampa, is that what stealth came out? Yep. It does. Yep. It, I love it, but it doesn't go well with red dirt in North Carolina. I'm just telling it's you. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, anyway, why, I, we didn't, race why we didn't do white here for but, a long time? Uh, so it, was, this gentleman, time. was this gentleman from a company that had like an A and a stars attached to him? Uh, no, I believe it's a uh, eyewear brand. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cause so I just outed myself because I got some Alpine Star stuff, uh, oh. some casuals, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I got new uh, flip flops from uh, Oakley and and three new pairs of glasses. That was that was what we were talking about. Mm. From but I know you've considered yourself a long standing Oakley athlete. No, yeah, I'm I'm a core athlete, kind of like you know just whatever you like whatever whoever you want to put as sort of one of those guys. That's sort of me. It's like Johnny O. Yeah, and you. Yeah. When you think Oakley, yep. Wardy, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just want to shout out, subscribe to the magazine. By the way, Racer X. Um, we're just about done with our latest promotion, so get in now. We'll send you a little charger, extra battery for your phone that's pocket sized, and we'll get you in the running to win one of these Honda CRF E2, like the 50 cc size electric bike. I have one here at the house. Super fun. I get to ride in the yard. Doesn't bother anybody. But I think there's only one week left to get in that sweepstakes. So. Go to RacerX online slash subscribe or slash Weege and subscribe now. So I worked really hard in this magazine. I didn't hand in my expenses or per diem to get this magazine done. Okay. I don't think I have an article in the new one. I don't think I did a feature, but I did two last month. Two features last month. I did. Jeez. Um, Got a subscriber. You can't read it. Was that Paggio? Was that what you're talking about? Uh, No. No, it wasn't. I heard he was around, but I didn't see him. Yep. Oh, so I don't know anybody other than Paggio at Oakley. So I don't know who this guy could be. Kane? Okay. You don't talk to Kane? No. Aaron Kane? You don't okay. talk to Kane? No, I don't know who that is. Aaron Kane? Yeah. He used to work at Fells forever? Nope. He's been at Oakley for a couple of years now? Okay. Not familiar. Okay. All right. Uh, 250 class. So what are the chances that – I'll start with you, Weege. What are the chances that Hunter Lawrence – Jordan Smith was fast all day. Practice, everything. He didn't crash. He kept it together. He looked aggressive all day. He looked like he was on a mission. And he grabbed the lead early in the class. Hunter did not need to beat him. But what are the chances that Hunter was like, you know what? I'm not really going to push that hard right now. I'm just going to see if Jordan makes a mistake. Oh, there it is. Which one was it? Yeah, I hadn't thought of that that way. I mean, it's pretty logical to, to look at it like that. I would at least say this. Maybe he gives it quite a while. You know, maybe you go down to the five-minute mark. Okay. I know Hunter wanted to win. This was yeah. – he only had to get 20th. There was no championship management going on. It was just, I'm going to try to win this race like every other. But, yeah, forget the championship part. But the best strategy to win the race, yeah, maybe you're right. I'm sure he would have – he wouldn't have just sat back there the whole time if it wasn't working out. But, yeah, 
Yeah. Maybe just keep the heat on. Yeah, I just feel like JT. He's like, you know what? Hunter Jordan was going fast, but he was. Hunter yeah, was, was like, Hunter was like, he eh. was Hunter was like, ah. Eh. He'll probably make a mistake, and if he doesn't make a mistake, well, good on him. I'm still champion. Yeah, I, I, I think there was probably a little bit of that, but I also think he was trying. Like, and Jordan was just really going for it. Yeah. So I think it was probably a little bit of both. Like yeah. he was probably like, man, Jordan's going fast, but yeah, he's probably not going to be able to hold this together. Yeah, 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 pretty much right. Uh, good job for Hunter. Real dominant year and gets his first championship. And yeah, no revving of the bikes over there. Just a just a nice celebration at Honda. They had some uh, microphones set up and you know food and beverage and some tables set up and that's how you celebrate a championship, everybody. Not this. Let's rev the shit out of the bike and drink beer out of the muffler and hopefully it doesn't blow up and kill us. And now we can all have conversations and we 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 we, we celebrate like civilized human beings. Good job, Team Honda. Good job. Yeah, well, I wasn't over in the pit, so I don't know if they were not revving the bike, but the, the party was definitely classy. Yeah, no, they were not revving the bike. No, they weren't. Okay. You yeah. witnessed the not revving. Yeah, yeah, and I spoke to some high-ups at Honda and congratulated them on that. Oh. What about, like, what about, like, the burnouts he was doing in Atlanta? I'm fine with a, with a small burnout. I'm fine with a small burnout. It, 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 you know, no problem. It's the 10-minute the burnout there I got a problem with. When the tire blows up, that's, that's where I got a problem. But yeah, and, and everybody should be very concerned about you having that problem. No, you asked me. You asked me, and no, I no, no, you brought it up. I didn't. I just asked you about the other burnout, but you you brought up the yeah. The so I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving okay. you my thinking on burnouts. Uh, I don't have no okay. pro- problem on a little t- tiny burnout. And hey, we want to race, and you know, let's burn the tire off, cool. And then eh, it's comes to the point where you got to stop. Uh, so Hunter Lawrence, yeah, great job championship first title in america for sure and i would put him as the odds on favorite we're doing a two we're doing outdoor preview pods weege yes okay. uh well, well pods or videos uh, i don't know either one what are we doing are we doing something well certainly videos uh sponsors have already been sold for those oh, um but okay. uh, pods okay i don't well, know we'll see how busy we are i mean i gotta hand in some expenses between well whatever we're doing outdoors i'm not going to give it away but hunter lawrence oh. is my odds on favorite to win the championship but i'm not going to give it away I'm sure that you're going to have a lot of people agreeing with you on that. Oh, my God. Florida just scored in overtime. They beat the Boston Bruins in overtime. They just beat the best team in NHL history. and Eliminated now, them? Eliminated them. And now the Toronto Maple Leafs will be playing Florida as the home team, as the favorites now. The Bruins are out. Yes. They've been eliminated. Yes. Yeah, it's a really cool sport you have there. Um. Awesome. Yep. Suck it, Bruins. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Shimoda second. Good job. Jordan Smith. Uh, Shimoda was good. Uh, um, he almost got caught by Jordan at the end there. But, uh, yeah, rode really well. Um, probably should have picked him in fantasy, JT, if I, was, if I could do it again. So, probably should have done that. Uh, Jordan third. Hayden Deegan uh, fourth. Didn't get a start. Charged hard. Caught Jordan a little bit at the end and then had to settle for fourth. Um, and CJ Mart. I don't know. Help out here. Anybody? Jump in. Um, how did Deegan and J-Mart just manage to find each other this often? I it's, know. It's phenomenal. It's been almost every – not last week because J-Mart wasn't there, but I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow still battled. I don't know how it's possible. Every week. Well, hold on. But now I, we all like J-Mart. He's a good dude. But are they really battling? Well – Like Hayden's getting the better of the them, track right? And Deegan wins the battle. Is that still battling? I guess. At some point, they will be close, 
and sometimes Jamar is even ahead of him. But by the end of the race, he's not. So you can battle and lose the battle, but still battle, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yep. He's um, not blowing by him. No. But you're like, oh, look, Jamar and, and Deegan are close. And then a few laps later, you're like, oh, Deegan's gone around him. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're right. But, yeah, uh, De- Deegan's getting the better of Jamart. Jamart is, um, he's just, yeah, he's just, I said, how much, are, how much are you here because you need to be here to get for sponsors? And how much are you here because you want to, you know, race? Because I kind of thought he was going to put the, uh, the, pull the pin and uh, just get ready for outdoors. And he kind of, we, you listened to it, he didn't really give me an answer. It sounded a little bit like, uh, like he kind of was needed to race for sponsors. What? Don't you thought? It's not the answer I got at all. He said his goal, because he barely even made it, he said he got only got through two rounds the last two years, yeah. was to do all the rounds this year. But he circled and then he messed up it's true, New but Jersey he... and didn't race that. But his goal is to actually get through the Supercross season, kind of like we all say about AC. And I think even uh, Justin Hill feels this way. Like, you miss so much time, you've got to try to do every race you can. I felt like he came around to that answer, but when I when he first gave me the answer, he, like... Maybe because I was doing it in person, I could see his shoulder. Oh, okay. You know, I felt like it was. And maybe I'm wrong. I felt like it was an answer of like I kind of need to race for the team. But then he brought it around to yes, I just want to finish Supercross. You know, so okay. I don't know. Okay, well, whatever. I still find it odd that Jamar has a stronger Minnesota accent. I feel that he used to, even though he's living in South Carolina now. But it's adding more Minnesota accent. The more time he seems to live in South Carolina and not in Minnesota. The more Minnesota he sounds. JT? Just an observation. JT, am I am I just commenting on who sounds like they're from Minnesota more? <laughs> okay, all right. He just wants you to weigh in. On yeah, this. like I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Weigh in on the topic, J, JT. Thoughts? Yeah, thoughts? Okay. I just I, I didn't have I didn't have a lot to add. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay, moving on. Uh, no, no, it's okay. I'm not mad. I just I didn't I didn't have a lot to to add to that. Uh, so Max Hansi got torn down after the race. There were some more random teardowns after the race. So this is something oh, new really? from the okay. AMA. Yeah. Uh, I, hey, we mentioned on this show that you and I were talking to J-Bone last week about this. Yeah, in New York. They're really – this isn't as random as it sounds. Like there is a concerted effort to do a lot more of enforcing the production rule and having real people that know what they're doing and the real tools to do it right on site. Like this is – yeah. get ready for it. This is a new thing. Right, and I'm here for it. J- JT, they got some sort of thing that brought they brought in from JGR that can tell you the thickness of aluminum for the swing arm and the frames and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that, yeah. that's that is a thing. Like, I'm not going to name names, but there were definitely teams in the past that were skirting this. Yeah. This subject. Well, I was on. Hundred percent. I was. I was on a couple uh, of them. Getting away with it. Yeah. I know. I you. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I'm just not going to call people out. But, but uh, yeah, this, it, this has been a thing. And then I didn't know. Did you guys know that Dean Baker, horsepower maker, is AMA guy now too? No. I yeah, Dean know. was there wearing an AMA shirt. I don't think he's full time. I think they had a rotation. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. He, he, I didn't even yeah. know he was doing anything for them. So. I think they they're looking for someone to do it full time, but and move straight up move to Ohio and and really take this to another level, well, enforcing actual rules. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's something that we've never seen. Um, Tom Vial, big one in practice. Oh boy, uh, he was he was okay, and he went down Huge. again later on too. But Jeremy yeah. Hand, same exact crash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, seventh for Tom Vial. Zombie eighth. Yeah, I feel like Zombie's got six, seven, or eighth most of the year, right? Dude, Zombie was not happy with his race, though, huh? No, no, he was not. I didn't realize he was that unhappy, but yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to see when I'm down on the floor, everyone's reaction when the helmet first comes off. And I mean, it is the full gamut of human emotion. And often it's odd, right? Because I, I think what you were saying when you talked to him was sometimes you think the result would be something someone likes or dislikes and their reaction is not the same. Yeah. I was like, dude, why? Dude, he looks so I'm seeing the Lawrence brothers going crazy celebrating. And I think Shimoda's super pumped. He got his first podium of the year. And then like he blows comes off and zombie was not pumped. And I'm thinking kind of like you. I'm like, man, what was so bad? But it's like the racer knows if they yeah. rode the way they should yep. and things like that. Yeah. No uh, no reaction was more immediate or uh, appropriate, I'll say, as a race at Houston after the LCQ. There was yeah. the yeah. biggest, loudest, longest F-bomb I think I've <laughs> ever been a witness to. <laughs> Uh, Henry Miller was, I knew, I just checked, he was 16th after lap one, and he got into ninth. Henry Miller was on it. He was probably further back than 16th. So, good job for Henry Miller. He had to go to the LCQ, too. Uh, one lap after the, um, the Hunter Yoder muddy LCQ in New York, too, where he just laid there. Uh, so good job for Henry Miller. Cullen Park, 10th. Where you thought he might still be there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke Neese, 11th. Good job for Luke Neese. Talon Hawkins had to go yep. to the LCQ, factory rider, 12th, and that's never a good job, never a good thing for if you're a factory guy, but yeah. He's the only Husky there. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think they're going to have a 450 guy outdoors either. I, from what I hear, they're just doing 250s. Man, Rockstar is just, whatever their deals with Rockstar is cool with all this. I know, right? Weird. Wow. Um. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Han, 13th. Jace Owen. Caden Braswell, Natsuki, Shock, the Cat, Michael Hicks. I want to. I don't know what happened, to Michael Hicks. He's been doing really well, but I had him on my fantasy this week, and he just went slowly backwards. So, I'm not exactly sure what not happened. A, not a good main event for Michael. Yeah, it was no, not. I was no, seeing that too. No, I don't know. Yeah. maybe something was up the bike or body or something. But yeah. Um. So, yeah, Garrett Hoffman, Jace Kessler, first main event for Jace, and Brock Papi as well. So, uh, yeah. Anybody? First for Hoffman, too. Yeah. yeah. What's, yep. what's Hoffman's deal? Do you know? Uh, all I know is TPJ. Oh, he's TPJ? Okay. He's Fire TPJ, yeah. Oh, boy. I get to... what's, uh, what's been the deal with uh, Kessler? I mean, Kessler was your guy. He literally raced your bike two he did. years ago. Yeah, he raced, Phoenix. Raced, raced my bike at Paula, jacked up my my, my, my wheel. Um, <laughs> but what's um, – I mean, obviously the guy has potential. He's a good rider. I, I, bat wrist. Did he come back from injury? Yeah, broke his wrist, and then I think he had complications with that. And yeah, okay, yeah, he's had a lot of it, stops and starts. So, yeah, yeah, I was just yep. surprised actually when I saw it was his first main of the year. I mean, he's a main event guy for sure, and I was like, man, this has yeah. been worse than I thought. Yep. Uh, all right, that's uh, that's Nashville. No, anything else? I did. I feel like I skipped through this pretty quickly, but uh, I don't know. Uh, what about the um, about the uh, party scene? Well, yeah, Friday night, uh, didn't go out really. We had a uh, dinner, and then I went back to the hotel room, and then a steak dinner, and then Saturday, I had to go watch the Maple Leafs after the race. It was a day race, so we were done by six. Uh, Me and Mr. Side, poor Mr. Side, he was was really getting it up in the press box. Um, Not all because of me, but yeah, probably owe him an apology. 
Might have to do that. Oh, again. Again, another one. Yeah. Um, why, do, why do you treat this man this way? He he he, he gives it up himself. He tells these stories where you're like, really, and then you got to just oh, okay. hammer back at him. Um, uh, I feel bad for Mr. Sadi. He took in a lot of music over the weekend, but I mean, this is probably the one situation where the short hair is not doing it. No, yeah, he needed, he, yeah. He, yep. he must have been so crushed to be like, I swear I used to have long hair, guys. <laughs> I was I one swear. of you. I was one of you. I have long hair. Oh, sure you did, bro. Uh, no, I swear. They cut it off for a live podcast. Okay, dude. It's in like its own coffin. Sure, buddy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, we went out Saturday. I watched the Leaf game. They won, thankfully, and uh, put an end to the uh, horrible curse they've been under for a long time. And then I and I went out to the after party, and my friend Jason Wygant uh, deserted me. Uh, after sitting in studio and listening to my my pleas of not having any friends, uh, you just deserted me. So um, yeah, that was you know not great. First of all, I did not expect you were going to show up because I'm like he's going to watch a hockey game for three hours in his hotel. He's not coming back out. Then you did, and we were because they won. I got a text from you, and I thought it was where are you at? And then by the time I looked. You were standing in the same place as I was. And I'm like, okay, he clearly found the party, so we're good. And then um, that party ended, and then I left, and then uh, I yeah. went to another party. Yeah. And I did not know that that text was from, Yeah. what's the second party? Yeah, where, where's everybody? But but when I'm not around anywhere, you don't see me. You don't think about that text, and don't, you don't, that, that, that text doesn't come to your mind. No, I thought it was from earlier, and I was like, he knows where I'm at. We ended up at the same place. He yeah, but then at. after that, yeah. when you don't see me. What what do you assume? no because I thought you had already you only were interested in party number one there was only one text. no I was ready to go for party two but yeah no one was well, around, no one was telling me anything yeah I I, I, do regret that. I had no plan we just way. walked back to Broadway and then by nothing more I mean dude the Broadway in Nashville I gotta I gotta give Nashville credit I've been yeah. to a lot of cities and it's pretty unique like it's an experience unlike any other oh it is yeah yeah they yeah they do it right yep. So I went back to Broadway, and then by chance I ran into uh, Kat and Samantha, who are actually the two uh, Feld employees that are in my ear, working through the night show. Like, oh, they're oh, they're I know Kat. I met Kat. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know Kat. Yep, uh, Katarina and Samantha. So they're actually the producers of the the night show that I'm the announcer of. So I randomly ran into them, and then they're like, "Oh, this is the place where the monster party is." But of course, how do you get in? Get into the monster party is a double secret. No nope. one really knows. Um, and then out of nowhere, some guy just comes up and just starts giving us wristbands. And there is a line like two blocks long, and we just skipped the whole line. And it was upstairs. But here's my question for you, Steve. Had I said, here's where I am, would you have been given that access? Yes, because there's a, gen- oh. there's a gentleman that I spoke to at the race. I expressed my concerns about said party. And okay. this gentleman who may or may not, you know, sort of run things at Monster. Goes by the name of Kenny Taco Bell. Oh, he runs things. Uh, he said I'm he, I'm I'm Kenny I'm Taco Bell runs things at Monster. Doesn't he? I, I don't know if he doesn't I he mean, s- I think he's part of the brand. I wouldn't say he, run, does he, he runs he, things. Doesn't he seem like he runs things? Yeah, you know, so, I might give you that actually. So yeah, so Kenny Taco Bell said, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you just text me." Well, you, why did you not text him then? Because I didn't know that's where you went. I didn't know anybody went there. Everybody's a monster party. Thanks for the invite. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. This yeah. started at 11 o'clock, I think. Yeah, you were done, JT. You were done. Yes. 
Uh, did you go out, JT, yeah. anywhere? Uh, I was. I went to my hotel bar. Oh, okay. And by the way, too, speaking of Good Nashville, I, I stayed at a Hyatt down there, and there was a live music in the Hyatt, like by the bar and the the snack the snack room. Like that's just what they do. They just do live music, you know, yeah. in 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 Nashville. Like this Hyatt is just nothing special, but there's there's a singer and a guitar and a mic. Yeah, both there, nights. there are a couple of people yep. around trying to make it right. So there's not a yeah. there's not a lack of talent. Yeah, in the Nashville area. No, no. So yeah, it was pretty pretty wild to see. But yeah, so I just went off alone, just like a loser that I am with no friends. But my nobody would text I me. Back. I don't want to hear that right now at all. You should have hooked up. You should have. I mean, Kenny Taco Bell said, "Yeah, just text me." I mean, there you go. So I was I was at that party, the first party, which was put on kind of by Red Bull, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ran into Doug Cabrera there, who who's you know a big big VIP TV guy at Feld, and uh, he told me that the ratings were in, and that Race Day Live segment with me on it was the highest rated of the year. That's what he come told on. me. Yeah, yeah, he said it was unbelievable numbers. Stop. Okay, come on. No. Yeah. This is something you believe. Yeah. Okay. Highest Yeah, ladies. so uh, this is a tragic moment in my broadcasting career when I, in the earpiece, my producer, Jeff Harper of Race Day Live says, yeah, Weege, we're going to need you to meet a Steve Mathis in the Yamaha pit to interview him. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. Is this a prank? Is this like, you have hidden cameras also for this show? But no. This was a missive coming down from the top. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kenneth Feld himself. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I know Kenneth and I spoke about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had to interview Steve Mathis for the show. Mm-hmm. And the fun. ratings, and according to Doug Cabrera, the ratings have never been higher. <laughs> Nielsen, <laughs> Nielsen, Nielsen got these back to you? Yeah. Something that's not on, not <laughs> televised. So then... And uh, a big shareholders meeting at Comcast, NBC Universal, and they're like, something happened. There was some spike. Yeah. All of a sudden, um, did you, what was going on at Peacock on Saturday afternoon? Because for some reason, the, we had to put, hit an auxiliary switch yeah, no, to that, keep that, the streaming listen, going. Listen, ask Doug. He'll tell you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then so I'm done with the interview. Or I guess you guys pre-taped it. So we did the interview by Eli's bike, and, and, and John and Mike from Yamaha were there, and we talked about the LCQ challenge. So then I made my way back in for practice, and the interview started airing. As I was walking to the to the thing, and I hear this guy go, oh, they're talking to Mathis. And then I'm, I'm walking, and the guy's like, there's Mathis. Same guy. He's probably just so screwed up. Just no yeah. idea. No yeah. idea what was going on with this tape delay thing. And then I keep walking, and then I the interview's done, and, and just the crowd sort of – I'm in a quiet part of the stadium, and I all I hear is Daniel Bear go, well, we've reached a new low on the show. All right. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks DB. Yeah. So <laughs> – Really nice. <laughs> well, you're just a sellout like the rest of us, Steve. No, You've I didn't get hiding. money for it. No, nope, I didn't working. get money for it. So, so you did the live announcing, Weege, and uh, I run into an, an industry guy uh, on the way out of the pits. Me and Mr. Side are walking out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I run into him, and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, and I don't think you know this guy that well, but you know of him. And yeah. he goes, hey, he goes, you got to tell Weege. And I'm like, well, you got to tell him. And I'm like, what? He's like, the live stuff, it's not for him. It's n-. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, dude, he's amazing on TV. He's, he's, he's great on TV, 
but he you can tell he he doesn't like the live stuff. He's he's not. Oh really? He's not cut out for it. And I go well. I said he's not like Lurch. Lurch he's not a screamer. You know he's not Lurch. Like Lurch is, you know Definitely all the no things Lurch. that Lurch is the goat. Right. Lurch is all the things. And I think Bidus is too. Bidus is pretty good too. And yeah, um, true. And I go yeah. He's just not one of those guys. And and this guy goes you could tell his heart's not in it. I'm like oh no no they're paying him his heart's in it. I I defended your oh, yeah, heart. Yeah, they know how to get to my heart. Yeah, I defended your heart. heart. I said, no, no, no. He he's his heart's in it. Like you know, he's getting paid. He, he he'll do it. And the guy's just like, he just he doesn't seem into it. He doesn't seem like he enjoys it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this someone? I, let me just ask this. I don't I don't care who it is. That's totally fine. Is this someone that's actually on the floor? No. Like, do you think they see me? I, I, it's a weird thing when you do this job. You're never really even seen. Do, well, do you think he actually sees me? I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. Because I do feel when I'm doing that job, I'm trying to. <laughs> I just think it's weird and awkward that like I don't want to bro down with people because I'm. I have to be engaged and, and listening the whole time. You're standing there with an earpiece, JT. You probably dealt with this over the summer. People don't realize that you're listening to something and you can't really hold a conversation. Yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm trying to hold a conversation, yeah. but I'm also listening to what's going on. So you you seem very disinterested, but you <laughs> kind of can't be interested. Right. So I do wonder if people are seeing me on the floor thinking that I don't look into it or I'm not paying attention mm -hmm. or I'm being oddly standoffish or tunnel visioned. Right. It's all because you're trying to stay focused on the right. job and you can't bro down like everybody else. Yeah. But if it's not, then... If that's not his perspective, then yeah, maybe I'm just not cut out for this job. Well, I don't know if he was so much like you're not cut out for it, but you're not heart's not into it, and mm. you're not trying and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do. I will say though, you came up to the press box, you called us losers, you called us idiots, and yeah. and you're like, you know, this is all you losers up here. I'm working. I'm busy or something. And I moved up. I moved up. I moved on. Mm -hmm. I left all you losers, and then dude. Like 30 seconds after you walked away, you're on the floor of the stadium. And we're like, how does he do that? How did he get he's, – he's on the floor now. He was right up here calling us losers like 30 seconds ago. Oh, I was I was hitting that elevator button hurriedly. You were impressive to get down there that quick. Yeah. It was – I was in a rush. And then yeah. also your lovely wife came and at yeah, some point – I want point, to hear about this. She comes in the press box and mm -hmm. she's awesome. She's not – she doesn't follow it that closely, let's just say. Um no. She she's got a lot of questions about what's going on, and she, we're talking okay. and, and we're talking about Pookie and everything else, and and she's awesome. And then at some point she's like, "Well, I can't hear Jason, so I just ha I gotta go. I gotta go listen to Jason." She left the press box to go listen to her husband. Ah, that's what love is. Yeah, yeah. There's no chance yeah. Pookie's gonna do that for me. There's no Pookie's not being like I'm leaving to go listen to Steve. You know. Well. um, she had not been to a race, actually, to a Supercross race, I think in like 12 years. Uh, we had a 12, long... 12 yeah, years? Yeah. 12 years? Yeah, I'm not joking. She's been to some of the cities, but like uh, Seattle, we came to a couple years ago, and she's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. I'm just going to hang out in the city. Um, I made a long-standing thing. I don't know if she remembers this. She had never actually seen a race where there was a single pass for the lead, ever. So I think there was always, you know, we think... Sport does have a weakness there. It's not like we have 12. It's, we don't have Atlanta 1990 every weekend. Newsflash. So, she hadn't been to one in a long time. And then, dude, Tomac gets the whole shot. Webb's out. And I'm just like, it's going to happen again. We're going to get the snoozer of the year again. There's not going to be a single pass of the lead again. 
So shout out to you, Chase Sexton, for breaking the curse, breaking the string. For the first time ever, my wife has seen a pass for the lead in a Supercross main. <laughs> great job. I mean, it was a unbelievable. It was a great yeah. battle. They they sure went at it. They sure Tobac put up a huge fight. It's just sheer numbers. We had a pass. <laughs> No, we did. We had a pass. We had Eli looking around, and we had Eli just slowing down and Chase blowing by. But it is a pass. Yes, it it does count. Hey, it wasn't Cartwright level. No, 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 it wasn't. But are we going to get to that point? Will we get to that point? Eli was. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Eli was looking around a little bit, like before, like maybe a lap or so before. Mm -hmm. I think he was like, "Hey, I'm trying really hard. Oh, look, he's gaining on me. Okay, never mind. Yeah, like you know, like I, I, like he, like this pace isn't going to get me the win. So. Let's just take bring this home in second, everybody. So anyway, to wrap this up, my wife was proud. She was proud. She's I, I saw her up. She actually I was able to figure out where she was standing at one point when yep. she first came to the stadium. Yeah. And uh I, I was like, you have to be there for opening ceremonies. Like you don't have to come for another twelve years. Just watch it one time. Wow. Um, but then it occurred to me we will be there next weekend, not announcing. Yep. Just as mini bike dad. Next Good weekend, God. my son's in the so, is, are you putting on the team shirt, or is she? Like, who's the, who, have you guys decided who, who's the one parent on the floor and all that? I was actually hoping he would get in for Nashville, because then I would be the announcer on the floor, which I thought would be cool. And then, yes, she would have to be the quote-unquote mechanic, which we know would probably be an upgrade. Yep. Um, but no. And then uh, I'm in for Denver, and I'm not announcing at Denver, so I was free. And then I found out you actually have to be an AMA member. Even the dad or the mechanic has to be an AMA member. Oh, I didn't know of that. Which I already am. So that made the decision for us. Because you're not going to buy another AMA membership. Yeah, I don't think she's really going to take full advantage of her AMA okay. membership. All right. Yep. So we yep. were we were kind of get two magazines sent to the house. We were kind of grilling her about your some of your frugal ways up in the press box. And okay, JT, she told us that a few weeks ago, we each brought home a bunch of chickens, chicken, not chickens, oh, yeah. a bunch of chicken. Spent some money on chicken because he, he quote unquote, had never seen the price per ounce that low. <laughs> and she was like, "What are we gonna do with all this?" And and we just like, "Yeah, I don't. We're freezing it. Like, it doesn't get that this ounce, this price per ounce. We'll never see a deal like no, this ever again. No, no, it's true. You don't, you don't no. get dollar ninety nine a pound anymore. That that's been gone for years. So this was the seminal moment. How much did you buy? I think it was four pounds. <laughs> yeah, and we don't eat a lot. I mean, it's just a family. It's just two of us and two kids. It's not like you're yeah, having feasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said so. You know, um, yeah. So there we go, JT. He's, he will spend if the chicken gets low enough. You know, he. Well, the man, the man clearly likes the bargain. Yep, buy <laughs> in bulk. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, all right, Denver. Uh, anything else from Nashville? Let's go back next year. Can we go back next year? It's a good race. Yeah. No, I hope so. The only yep. bad thing is uh, I saw a lot of AP shirts, and our guy didn't ride. But you know if he had been there, these fans were loving themselves some AP. Ohio's Ohio anything American. Nashville's very American. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's why I told Lewis. I said, hey, look, don't talk too much. Like, don't let people hear you talk with your accent. <laughs> he, he's don't like, talk. He's like, what's with the cowboy hats? And I'm like, yeah, don't ask that. Don't. Don't talk about that. Just head down. You and your little friend there, don't don't talk to anybody. You could end up in a ditch or something. So, And when you think, you know, Music City, USA, I mean, when I think music, 
I think I Lewis think Phillips. Lewis. Yeah, I yes. think Lewis Phillips. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I hope he partaked. I hope he got a lot of a live music in. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, all right, Denver, we're in. JT, you're working this one. I'm in. I'm back. Oh. You're back in. All right. Well, maybe they'll have me back yep. on for race day live. Well, if they're, with ratings like that, how could they not? Yep. Uh, Friday, LCQ race. Uh, I think you're both going to be working it, so be ready. Um, it's a loose program right now. And uh, also Friday night, Oriental Theater, live show. Uh, I think we'll have the winner of the race come on, maybe. I don't know. Might figure that out. Uh, but, yeah, come by, hang out, have some drinks. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll, we're guaranteed to make a Marty joke, a stew joke, and maybe a Barsha joke because JT's uh, – uh, imitation of Barsha was a big hit, so maybe we'll do that again. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll march out the hits. It's like the, it's like Paul McCartney. He's always going to say like you know he's always going to play like Let It Be. So yep. All right. Anything else? Uh, Fly Racing Race Rex Podcast. We each JT. Nope. See you guys Friday night. Yep. Right. See ya. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. Don't change the air. Don't change the thing.